Hi, welcome to episode 25 of the Rostrovina Project. If you like this episode, then give it a share on social media and follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at TRTPpod. Today's guests are the founder and co-creator of Team Cyber Yoga. You may have seen them on Instagram spreading positivity and standing on their heads. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Cybertruck and Lamont Good. So how'd you guys meet? Oh man, I've known Chuck for like 20 plus years. Uh, we used to go to a lot of raves together, uh, practicing together, and we stayed in touch. And yeah, it's been like, what, since 96, 97? It's no, been like so. since 97. So we actually were at a, a party. It was a dance party. And that's where we met. Oh, uh, nice. What sort of music was that? Drum and bass. It was drum and oh, bass wow. music. Drum yeah. and bass from the UK. Drum and bass. Drum and bass. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like drum and bass. <laughs> was this like a warehouse party? Was it? Was it a warehouse? No, no. It w- it was yeah. a warehouse party. Yeah, yeah definitely. It was. it was a warehouse party. Yeah. Oh, and nice. And we're both, you know, breakdancing, b-boying. Yeah. And we met up and just connected right away, and then the rest is history. Oh, that's really cool. What um, you both breakdance? What drew you both to the art form? Well, for me, uh, I was really inspired by like martial arts films and like superheroes. So uh, B-Boying to me was just that. And then I came across this movie called Beach Street to break in. I watched that and I was super inspired, wanted to get into it. And so just through that, I was like, I want to I want to learn how to break in. So law of attraction, manifestation, I happened to meet the right people, the right place, the right time to get into that practice. And that was in Orange County. And then that's when I met him, like a year, yeah. year or two later. Yeah. I think for me, I just like to perform. <laughs> <laughs> I like the attention. Like, I like the attention. It was fun. Um, and it was just very creative. It was an expression. It was a way to release, you know, show expression through dance. And a great way to let go of some energy that you may have built up. You just dance it out. And it feels great. Yeah, so so basically, like for me, breaking was like my ultimate outlet because I grew up in a not so great home, broken home, abusive, uh, abusive uh, stepfather, oh, used to beat us a lot. So uh, I needed a place to like vent my energy and my anger and my frustration, and so breaking was always there for me. Like it was always just the place where I can go to ex and and to feel welcome, and yeah, it was just that. So breaking, in a sense, is like really changed my life. And to add on top of that, for me, it was a sense of community and family. Mm-hmm. It just the yeah. bond was just so great yeah. in there. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, the way you're describing it, I can also imagine like the feeling you get after punching like a punch bag for ages. Did did it just relieve all that uh, built up stress Bingo. and anger? Bingo. Yeah. It's the same way as like doing a power breakdance move or doing like a super strong pose and just like sticking it it's like hitting the bag it's so powerful to feel that yeah, and, to, yeah. and, and to have that release and a place to go to was like the most amazing thing i can only imagine like someone that having a positive outlet uh where they would be and so breaking and b-boying has been mm-hmm. just that for us was that was this the first thing you found that like relieved the stress from you? Yeah, yeah. For me, um, the breaking was like a physical outlet where I can really just express. And then it's like it was it was more of like an internal 
kind of like a, a Shaolin monk training. Like it allowed me to really rediscover myself and to believe in myself that I can learn certain moves. I can challenge myself to like battle other dancers, you know, to get into a crew, to meet my mentors. Like there's so many different elements in the b-boy world that I've learned and I'm, that I genuinely just really uh, grateful for, you know, because it taught me so many things about myself. Because oh, nice. a lot of b-boys and dancers need a place to go to. So like a lot of break dancers usually come from, you know, broken homes. So they don't have a real place to go to to vent. So, you know, the dancing and the battling, it, it's a way for them to express their art form and to feel like you said, uh, Chuck said, to bring a sense of community and family. That's where they go to because their crew or their other peers is their family. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. What's the history of breakdancing? I'm, I'm not sure how it like evolved. Uh, breaking started uh, early 70s. It evolved in Bronx, New York. A lot of like so many crews. I don't know all the extensive history, but I know that the origins come from New York City in the Bronx. Um, and yeah, it was like, again, you know, at risk kids, youth needed a place to go to to vent, to find creative ways to like express themselves. And it was just like, you know, the music and in the culture, b-boying, breakdancing was, that's where it was. And it just evolved. Like it was like a, this huge thing. addition to like all over the world to Europe and Asia oh, nice. states. So yeah. And, uh, and now like b-boying right now is, it's so huge. It's like, it's, it's, it's incredible where it is now. Oh, nice. So it just took off. Um, what, What's the origins of uh, cyber yoga? So I can see, uh, I think you described <laughs> it, Chuck, as it oh, has, uh, it does have an influence of breakdancing, which I can see as well. So uh, at what point did you start doing yoga and then how did that evolve into the cyber yoga? Excellent question. Um, so basically origins, cyber yoga was born out of um, 2012. I went through a crazy depression and break up with my wife at the time. Uh, X, X. And so I was lost. And so I needed a place to find myself. And so before that, I was like dibbling, dabbling in yoga before, before uh, breaking. I was really inspired by it, but it wasn't in the year of like 2012, hence the year of change, my calendar. Uh, that year was really hard for me. So it was the hardest year of my life where I was lost. I was depressed. I was in a very dark state. And so I found the courage to get out of my rut through through yoga. Like I was inspired through yoga. So yoga gave me like this new way, a new way to like find myself and a new start. And I promised myself that if I out of my darkness, that I'm going to create something that's going to inspire people. And so I'm a fan of like science fiction, technology, the future, anything like progressive and tech. Um, really into that. So uh, I was a fan of like The Matrix, The Terminator, all those films. And so a sense I'm like a futurist. So my practice, my b-boy practice is very kind of like futuristic and very technical. Um, so I wanted to create a brand name for what I uh, wanted to share. And so in 2012, when I was getting out of my red, uh, out of my darkness and I was doing yoga, I wanted to find a name for what I wanted to create to share this art form with the world. And so one day I was watching this movie called Terminator 2, The uh, Judgment Day, right? And so one of the founders, uh, okay, one of the founders of the company 
in the movie, his name was Miles Dyson. And he created this company called the Cyberdyne Systems, right? <laughs> oh my God, I was like, there's something about this name, Cyber. And I was like, I was like, cybernetics, cyber something, neo yoga. I was like, cyber yoga. I was like, it was perfect because it's like the cutting edge, the future of what's been around, you know, like the old school. I mean, not the old school, but more of like the old school tradition, culture, foundation, ancient knowledge of yoga, but then going into the future, which is the technique, you know, the uh, tech age, whatever, you know, the, like the futuristic concept. And so I was just thinking, okay, how can I bring these worlds together? And so cyber yoga was born. And what it means is cyber is calisthenics, yoga, breakdance, evolution, revolution, and yoga binds all that together. So it's just this new age practice of like ancient tech and future tech coming into the future. So cyber yoga was born. <laughs> oh nice that's amazing so it's just a it's kind of like a thought that came to you instead of like an evolution yeah well it was before. more of a it was like it was more of a feeling and calling and so even now even more now during covid i just like realized that all this is super important because everything is about tech and virtual and like isolation but we need to find a way to really find yourself in your center and it's through yoga and peace and love and consciousness and evolution but then going into this 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 uh unseen, this unforeseen like future which is like the COVID time so it's more about okay cyber yoga is the perfect tool to like navigate yourself through these hard times you guys seem to have your social media presence down uh how did you get involved <laughs> this guy it? right uh, here yeah. is like, how did you first yeah. get involved chuck and uh yeah tell, tell us about the videos you make all right, so the videos I make, um, so I was in a really, so Lamont and I have known each other since 97. Who's was my roommate. We were dancing. We lost touch. I had went into a dark place. I got into a lot of drinking, a lot of uh, drug abuse. Um, so that continued on throughout my life from when we first met. He continued dancing. I continued, you know, I'd make little moves here and there, like dancing. But COVID hits. I'm stuck in, I'm stuck in my... I had a townhome out in Dallas, stuck by myself, live alone. And now it's like drugs and alcohol are just being brought to me. So now I'm isolated and I'm really going through a dark time. And I really felt like I had no place to go. Like it was the end. My brother reached out to me. Um, there was these ceremonies for plant medicine because I was taking a lot of medicine through the VA for PTSD. So all the PTSD medications were actually making me um, making me more depressed oh, nice. and more thinking negatively. And there was a ceremony for some plant medicine. I came out to California, had an amazing spiritual awakening from coming out here. And what was presented to me was love. Like love really exists. It's really there. Um, there's people around in this world that actually do care. It's just you have to surround yourself with those people. And I had for so many years surrounded myself with negativity. First off, myself being negative, me, the number one person being negative was me. So once I got past that, I just, that love that I felt, I wanted to share it with everybody else and let everyone else know, hey, you know what? I've been through the darkest places. I was in the fire. I've walked through it. You can get through it too. So now every day I try to just, give that love back to people and say, Hey, you know what? You're not the only one. 
it's possible. So I make these videos every day to remind people that it's also, it's a healing for myself because me speaking this out is me hearing it. And it allows me to continue to heal every day, every day, every day. So not only do it for others, I'm really healing myself, but in the process I'm able to share with others. Oh, nice. Is plant medicine a uh, code for weed? Uh, no, 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 no. So plant medicine would be code for ayahuasca. Oh, I see. Is that is that from a bark of a tree or something? Is that how it's made? Yes. Yeah. Yes. The bark and roots of a tree. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, the root, which would come from like the Amazon or like, I believe originally from Peru mm -hmm. out there. Mm. So the indigenous people out there. Yeah. So it's, it's very ceremonial. It's very ancient. Like, yeah, it's like a sacred medicine. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's, it's. It's uh, funny how you brought up the plant medicine because uh, people think, oh, it's weed, but it's not. It's like, I mean, weed has its, you know, has its purpose and its benefit. Yeah, this is, so this is a liquid that you, you drink. Yeah, Aya is more of like, it's a mother medicine. It's okay. a mother plant. And okay. it's, you know, it's, it's there to really like, really let you see your shit and to work through it. Yeah. And, and which is going to be difficult or easy for some those but yes yeah it's amazing so you take this medicine and you know people want to you know put different ideas behind it or their opinions going well it's a drug or this or that but what drug takes you to go deal with your problems you know what i mean so this one you take it and it could take you what it did for me it took me to where i was eight years old and something that happened when i was eight that was deep down that was just bothering me through my whole life and once I it kept running it and running it and running it and running it until finally I just ugh, ended up passing out that night. I was so over dealing, thinking about it that I released it. And no longer does that issue bother me anymore. Now I'm able to share about it, talk about it. And I'm more open to receive love from people. That's one thing is love. I didn't believe in love. I'm like, yeah, it's bull. Now I'm the, I'm the number one person out there trying to motivate every day about it. <laughs> Not trying, he's doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds amazing. It sounds like a difficult conversation you have with yourself. No, it, you know what? So when you're doing this medicine, it's they call it work because you're really sitting with yourself and battling through whatever traumas or anxieties or past experiences that you've had. You're having to deal with these, and it's it's like it pulls it right up to the front of the stage mm. for you to have to deal with it. And it knows what you need help with, which is really weird. You know, it's very spiritual. It's strange, isn't it? It takes yeah. you to another place and it it saves a lot of people's lives. And it definitely, I've never, since I've done this medicine, have not had one drink of alcohol or done uh, any type of hard drugs again. Stopped. I've heard it's really yeah. useful for people with uh, PTSD and stuff. Did it help both of you for, through the dark periods you had then? Uh, yeah, so I went through, you know, um, after realizing, hey, you know, I'm fine, I'm good. And my girlfriend inspired me to do my first journey, which led me to the discovery of compassion and love and like unconditional love is the first time I've actually, actually experienced it. One thing is to hear about it, read about it or hear, you know, from third person, second person, whatever. But one thing is to experience it yourself. And it's the first time I've actually felt it in myself. Um, Beautiful. For, yeah. It's the first time in my life I actually experienced and felt it. Wow, this actually exists. There is love. This unconditional love. And that changed my life. And then I went to a second ceremony and then third one.
Nice. Did you have any experience either of you with like uh, spirituality before that? Or was this the first time you started thinking in these I, I, you know, I felt really peaceful and just knew that there was more, there was more, you know, there is love and there is compassion, but I don't really feel it the way I felt after ceremony. Like I actually experienced this vibration and frequency of love mm-hmm. that completely just changed my life forever. The same with me, because I lived in a lot of darkness, because for me in the lifestyle that I lived, anger and violence was was really essential and was something that protected me. And so my mindset was always dark, mad, angry. Love was like a weakness. Now I'm learning like, well, love is actually very powerful. It's not a weakness. Mm. And now I share that with people and sharing with friends that were like in the same environment as me, you would think that you talk to them about love. They're like, Hey, what are you talking about? But in reality, a lot of men, when someone can break that and put it there, the open, they're very receiving to it. And they're like, man, you know, we'd rather talk about this than talk about stuff that doesn't matter. So it's really opened up a lot of doors. And I think for a lot of men, that is one subject of feelings that they really try to hold it inside and not share. I need to be strong. And no, the thing is, is when you bottle all that up, sooner or later, it's going to do like a a soda bottle. When you shake it up, it's going to explode off the top. And, um, you know, that's a lot of what's happened to me. I was always exploding. So I allowed everything to build up. And now that I allow everything to come out, I now think twice before I speak, listen to more positive music. I don't listen to music that kind of like builds into that anger. I'll put meditation music. That was not me to sit there to try to sit in a lotus with my legs <laughs> and, and try to, you know, and meditate. I'd rather go punch somebody. Now I'm like, now I'm like, you know what? Let me put on some really relaxing meditation music and practice my lotus. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. So when you're doing your uh, videos, uh, how far in advance do you decide what you're going to talk about? Or is it just what you're thinking about when so you click record? I get up in the morning, I run. And as I'm running, I'm just formulating things in my head. And whatever comes to my mind, then I speak on that. Or I may just type in daily quote, go online and find something that inspires me. Kind of gives me like a subject line to go off of. And then I go off of that that quote and you know kind of build something off of that but everything that i talk about is something that i'm relating to or that i'm dealing with myself because uh how we are with team cyber yoga is all about authenticity being authentic and real so we don't want to put anything out there that we're not really truly doing ourselves so integrity that's integrity oh nice uh i really like your the headstands and the handstand pictures you got going on (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah, thank he's you. Killing it. He's what's, killing it. What's he's the, killing it. Uh, has anything ever gone wrong when you try to do one of those? Like uh, falling over or ever put your hand in something nasty? <laughs> I've, I've tipped over. That's just part of it. But I've, I can't recall ever like really hurting myself. No. No? Yeah, oh, okay. I think it's really about the intention. When you know that you're going to hit it and be strong, like the intention has to be really important. Like you... You just you got to be confident about what confident. you're doing. If you're not confident, yeah, you're already setting it up yeah. that you're going to get hurt. Exactly. So it's like more like 
thoughts become things. So be mindful about the words yeah. and what you're thinking because you can attract that into the universe, yeah. into the reality. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just being mindful about having strong words and like, you know, a conviction with, you know what, I got this, I'm going to master it. I'm not going to fall. I'm steady. Oh, nice. Um, what philosophers like inspire you or certain quotes you like? That's a question for both of you. Honestly, my inspirations, I have like a ton, but like I would say first that come to mind is Bruce Lee, Malcolm X, Steve Jobs. Um, just those three really like resonate with me That's the most. That's a range, yeah. Very beautiful you know, contrast. Bruce mm-hmm. Lee was a genius in his right. Malcolm X was a, a revolutionary genius. Mm-hmm. And Steve Jobs was a genius as well. And so, oh, I mean, nice. you know, wasn't the best person, you know, treated people fairly bad, but um, his mindset and where he had the vision is what I, you know, really inspired by. So nobody is perfect and you can't worship anybody like a God because we're only human at the mm-hmm. day. We're all flawed. But more about taking uh, bits and pieces from that person and just applying it to your own. Is it like the discipline you uh, look up to? Absolutely. The discipline. Absolutely. Just like discipline is everything because you have to hold yourself accountable for everything that you're doing with your words and who you hang out with and everything. It's really important to have that foundation in your set, you know, in your life. And so this is what I believe in a thousand percent. That's funny you say discipline because this man has been disciplined since 97. <laughs> I fell off the planet for like 20 years. I come back, he's still doing the same thing. And you got some catching up. Wow. To <laughs> yeah. There's no catching up. There's just a point where you go, Hey, you know what? I'm not going to be able to catch up. So let me work on what I'm good at, which is talking hmm. and speaking. So let me just really fine tune this part. Because bending my foot behind my head like he does, probably not going to get there. He's got 20 years on me. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> this is the beauty of what Team Stab Yoga is all about. It's like everybody has their own mastery and their own skill, but it's under the same discipline. Mm-hmm. Love, compassion, understanding, evolution, consciousness, all of it. But each person has their specialty. He's the motivational speaker. I'm the mover. I'm the creator with the movement. Other people are amazing speakers or other people yeah, have meditation. Meditations. Everybody has their own talent, but we're yeah. all on They can the teach game. dance. They have their own form of yoga, like glow, like glow sticks. It's just a whole it's a whole collective of people that have come together to create something amazing. So Sab Yoga, Team Sab Yoga is more of like a state of mind more than anything. It's yeah. a state of mind under the same umbrella and we're all family. Oh, nice. So he... He ultimately is cyber yoga and how this came up was once I had my awakening and I started wanting to get back into everything. He was like, Hey, you know, let's get on zoom. Let's do some moves and I'll work you through it. And then I started taking pictures and he was like, Oh, team cyber yoga. And I said, you know what? Actually we need to create a team cyber yoga. (laughs) And it was a way because people see him and they're like, you know what? I'll pay to go watch that, but I'm not going to get there. They, you know, like I'm not going to stand on one hand. I'll never get there. So they already shoot themselves down. But as a team, there's people almost like the Power Rangers, which you like the red one or the blue one or this one. (laughs) You can find a team member that you resonate with, that you connect with, and maybe you're at their level and you see that it's possible too. Absolutely. So now people have people on the team that they could follow and be like, I love speaking. I love the meditation or I love the art. 
of the dance, you know, and, and that's it. And exactly, you said it perfectly. And uh, that's the beauty is like, there is, you know, there's no I in team, it's just us. Like, we're all collectively one. Mm -hmm. And everybody uh, has their different perspectives and their viewpoints of it. Same message. Who else is in the cyber, uh, cyber yoga team? So we have uh, my best friend that I've known since high school, Cyber Brain, we call her. Cyber. And everybody has a cyber <laughs> name. Cyber name. Cyber Chuck 2.0. Yeah. So her name is Desiree, uh, <laughs> Cyber Brain. And then we have Dr. Moose, which is going to be, yeah, he's going to be Cyber. Cyber Moose. Cyber yeah, it's going to be awesome. Cyber Doctor or yeah. Dr. Cyber. Dr. Cyber Moose. <laughs> and then we have Cyber Glow. Ah. We have Cyber Love. Cyber Love. Because Cyber Love is all about love. Cyber Glow. She has her own yoga style, which with glow sticks and everything. So oh, um, nice. it's more of, yeah, it's more of a darker. Um, she has her own aesthetic. Yeah. She has her own thing, like where she does yoga in a studio that's all dark. But then her thing is having glow sticks, doing everything with neon lights and nobody, you know, glow yeah. sticks. It's really genius. But yeah, so she goes by yeah. cyber glow. So everybody has her own expression, but they have their cyber name. Yeah. Uh, there's a place you should check out in uh if you're ever in london in camden there's actually a shop called cyber dog and it's kind of what you're describing actually it's like glow sticks and uh yeah loads of oh. fluorescent stuff yeah but it's kind of like oh, a rave really? when you walk in and you go down like all these levels and there's different things on each level yeah it's pretty cool yeah and, and you know in in a sense we're kind of like we come from the rave scene mm like from all the glow sticks from all the parties oh, yeah. back in the day. So it's kind of like fast forward, like this is where it's actually kind of like, yeah. The evolved ravers. Yeah. We went from raving <laughs> to now trying to bring in all that together. As one. Now we're meditating and focusing where before there was no focus. <laughs> Absolutely. I said it perfectly. Perfectly. And his name, Cybershock 2.0, it was like, how, how, how did some of the so. The 2.0 was I went to my ceremony, I came out, and Lamont was like, oh, you're Chuck 2.0. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's the upgraded version so, of you yeah. because now you're talking about love, you're talking about compassion, understanding. And since <laughs> yeah, we created the Team update, Cyber yeah. Yoga, I said, you know what? It only makes sense to be Cyber Chuck 2.0. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Everything is upgraded. Yeah, because everything that we believe in is upgrading. Like there's always room to upgrade and become better, always. upgrading yourself or doing things just better humanity and ultimately ourselves. Because by upgrading ourselves, we're able to give back to everyone else and help mm -hmm. them to upgrade it, or just share the information or the love, you know. Always. There's always room for improvement. iOS upgrade 10.5. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, ultimately, like, honestly, like I look at this COVID situation it's kind of like a way for humanity to upgrade. Like we have to upgrade to navigate through this new reality. If we don't, we're going to be lost. Hmm. We're going to be in a really dark space. So it's really important to go back to center, God source, yourself, meditation, loving yourself, loving your brother. I mean, loving your brother and sister, honoring yourself. Like it's really important. This is a time for us to really thrive and to really upgrade. Yeah, I like definitely. It's been super important for me anyways to find ways to keep myself busy during lockdown what um is that isn't that how you started the podcast like during yeah the... yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Much. yeah, yeah. Well, hey, I actually... you upgraded i upgraded, you upgraded yeah. yourself yeah. <laughs> <That's point two. laughs> 
Exactly. Cyber upgrade. Cyber upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> Never talk. Cyber, yeah. yeah. That's it. He did it. Yeah, you did it. There you go. Great example. <laughs> That's awesome. Um is that uh, is that been your main mission both of you during the lockdown is working on the cyber yoga stuff or have you got other projects going on as well um my life mission is cyber yoga and my other project is sutras which is like a cyber yoga but for couples with mm. this more of like couples but my mission is uh my family so team cyber yoga is my family mm. you know and i really want to i want the world to thrive and flourish because we're in some really dark times, so we need to have an answer. Like we are a solution. Like we are the solution. Us mm-hmm. together collectively, and it's super important to be mindful of that. And for me, yeah, th- this is my whole thing. It saved my life. Him calling me and asking me, you know, telling me to come down to ceremony. It's completely saved. Every day, speaking to people is saving my life. It's giving me purpose but as well as healing myself in the process and educating myself. Cause when I make these videos, I'm speaking it out loud, I'm hearing it and then I'm retaining it. So I'm ultimately upgrading every time I'm speaking and um, it's my life, you know, this is my number one thing and this comes first for me. And then, you know, if any other projects come up amazing, but um, I think it's also opening the doors for a lot of amazing projects. Uh, nice. Uh, I heard you in an interview saying, that it started off as sort of self-talk where this, these were the sort of things you would say to yourself every morning. Um, oh yeah. So, so Cyberbrain told me go through the morning and do like some affirmations. That's af- that's and it started cool, off yeah. with what do I want to feel today? What do I want to be? What do I want to receive? What do I want to give? And what am I going for? So all my videos every single day would be like, Hey, good morning, everybody. What do I want to feel today? And then I say, what I want to feel, what it be, receive, give, and grateful. And it just started to evolve. evolve to where, like, well, I'm feeling this. And then, you know, I get comments here and there. Hey, stare into the, the screen. Why are you looking down? <laughs> Why are you reading? And then somebody told me, just talk from your heart and it all will flow. Mm. So now I just speak and that's why I'm able just to walk. And now it's easier because I'm doing uh, the videos are about one minute. So it's really easy just to flow out one minute, just get to the point, get something that they can stick for the day and then just talk that out. So he even has his own way of doing things like let's get this day started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my thing is let's get this day started and let's get this day started right. <laughs> Because everybody wants to get their day started, or maybe some don't. But if you wanting to get it started, yeah. you don't want to get it started wrong. You want to get it started right. <laughs> right. You notice like the intention is already set. Like yeah. everything's intention because you're putting that into the universe. My intention is to get my day started right. And thoughts are energy. So if you're putting your thoughts in the right way, you're already giving yourself a head start compared to, nah, I don't want to get up. <laughs> is this a yep. By doing it daily, have you sort of like forced yourself to almost like have a good day every day or at least try to? You know what? What's crazy is I can't really remember any really bad days since I've been starting this. Hmm. You know, there'll be little hiccups or like misunderstandings because I'm still, you know, dealing with my own process of things. 
that I'm healing through of years of, you know, alcohol and stuff where I overthink things mm. and I start building, I build issues in my own head about something that are really not there. So I could spend time thinking about something that is not even relevant. It doesn't even make sense. And then once I find out, but other than that, um, yeah, it, I, I do force myself because I feel like there is some type of um, responsibility to get up now and do my videos because there's people that do watch it now. And yeah, so it's, it's pushed it into there. And I always say consistency is key. Mm. If you start doing something consistently, you're used to it. So it's not that hard to get up and just do it. Yeah. So now kind of programmed into that and, you know, everything I do is authentic and real. So the person you see is who I am when I'm not on here, the same person. Mm. Yeah. It's super important to build habits, actually. Positive habits. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, not bad habits, like good good habits. What? So when you say you start your day right, uh, what what do you listen to to wake yourself up at four in the morning when you've got to go for a run? So at that moment, I, I'll just listen to whatever's like in the, in the car. Oh, okay. Sometimes I may put like some uh, like ceremonial medicine music, which is like real soothing and just like, you know, you're like some Tibetan flute music in the background or some singing bowls. But usually it's just radio. But when I'm not waking up at four, I'm waking up like at 630. I'll put like some I'll put some old school rave music on like some hardcore <laughs> that really just pumps me and just gets me running down the street. And then when I end, I go into some meditation and kind of just bring myself back down, cool myself out, and then come home and relax. Conscious intention. Yeah. When I've got to wake myself up, I listen to some really like heavy metal. <laughs> no, yeah, those things I listen to like System of the Down. Oh, I love System. Yeah. Some, some Linkin Park or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for me, it's drum and bass. Yeah. Sometimes I, I use the drum and bass, like the very futuristic, aggressive to get me pumped but then i always mellow myself out with something more like a chill step oh nice or future step. chill step is my 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 new thing now it's more of like a spiritual conscious new age are you an early bird too uh no no <laughs> no i mean typically i get up maybe like um eight in the morning eight seven eight that's the, i mean that's my early but nothing to extreme like chuck no. yeah that's still good enough. <laughs> That's about the time I I get up now. I was getting up at five at one point, but then I was just I would always I'd be super productive like first thing in the morning, but then I'd be like falling asleep by like three. So yeah. Yeah. I also feel like it's such an example because I'm over here motivating and inspiring. And if I'm getting up and doing things that shows other people like, hey, you know what? There's really no excuses. I could get up and do the mm -hmm. same thing. Mm -hmm. So in essence it's no, I'm doing it for me, but it's also motivating other people and pushing myself to get out there to do it and then show people, hey, I'm out here doing it and showing people that, hey, you know, these things are possible too. Absolutely. What was the music you remember listening to when you first got into breakdancing, both of you? Is there a specific song? Oh, oh Planet Rock. Planet Rock, yeah. All the early 80s breaks, like all that was really dope to me. I was very futuristic at the time, but now... I was always find myself listening to drum and bass when I was breaking. And like, I felt the most compelled and the most, I felt the most creativity coming from drum and bass or like techno. Yeah. There was a club in Hollywood. We would go to on Wednesdays. I had a jungle room 
jungle yeah. jungle and wow <laughs> that was our place yeah future we were getting it back i would leave the club and he'd be doing head spins on the stars in hollywood and i'd be doing windmills <laughs> at like two in the morning that's crazy it was great I remember that. yeah so for me at the time it was like futuristic music so it, it just made me think like futuristic yeah nice were there, was there much in the way of like outdoor raves where you live yeah. well we've been to well, well yes well they, well they were huge the raves out here right? so yeah they, some of them would be at convention centers some of them would be at fairgrounds some of them would just be out in the open desert desert wow yeah <laughs> you know or some of them would be like in like some some warehouse underground, yeah underground dirty grimy underground yeah. <laughs> you got to look for the glow stick and go down the trail and just listen for the music it was those kind yeah those are the best times honestly like i i had the best times in my life going to parties like mm. just training and yeah living life it was really good oh nice uh so you were in some movies uh, how did you how do you end up landing your first movie role? Um, I was in Los Angeles and had an agent, and I just went out for this 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 part called "You Got Served." I was one of the featured dancers in the film, but yeah, you know, I, I did that. Well, still do TV and film, Hollywood, and so I just landed my first role as a featured dancer. Got lucky, and, you know, super amazing. I've done tons of commercials and movies. Um, that's just been my been my bread and butter for the past uh, 15 years, but now since COVID, things changed. And yeah, but yeah, it was super fun experience. But now I really want to inspire uh, with my family now. It's about me and my family and what we can do for the world on a deeper level. <laughs> uh, nice. Are you going to be doing like yoga classes once the once it all opens up properly? Yeah, so right now I'm in process of creating an online program for uh, virtual classes, but we want to do physical um, retreats and um, classes, yes, definitely, for sure. But more about, we're leaning more towards like healing workshops or like retreats. Like that's the ultimate goal for Team Cyber Yoga. So you pretty much just answered that, but I was going to ask what's the future hold for Cyber Yoga? Like, where do you want to take it to? I want, we want to inspire the world with mm -hmm. our movement. And ultimately, we'll have our our own, like, huge events that's mm -hmm. in the works. But ultimately, to here to do, um, inspire the world to be better, mm -hmm. you know. And because we know right now everybody's going through their own stuff. And here's a solution. Because our politicians and presidents are, aren't, aren't stepping up and like doing their job. So we have to do it ourselves. And how do we do that? Well, we have to start loving and honor ourselves first to love others. Yeah, we wanna build a huge family community, place where all people can come together, which are under like our same belief system and like the same ideas of love, peace, spreading motivation, inspiration, dance, we want to build that community and our events are going to be a place where everybody can come together and everybody can share the love and the energy and be a positive place to come, you know, yeah. fun place. No? Cyber collective. Yeah. <laughs> uh, super nice. Are you planning on doing that locally or are you going to travel with that? Uh, we want to yeah. uh, branch off, you know, locally first, but uh, eventually the world. Yes. Yeah. This is where we're going to do the cyberspace. Yeah. Oh, nice. 
What countries are you most looking forward to visiting? Mm, great question. Um, the, come over to the UK. UK. Yeah, <laughs> come to the UK. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? You guys are super strict right now. Oh my God, UK is super strict. For now, yeah, super system. It's very... I follow some guy, uh, London Real, that guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he was running for uh, to be mayor oh, yeah. of London. <laughs> and even like the system was like cracking down on him. I'm like, this guy's trying to provide a positive change for the country. Mm. And they're like giving him shit. It's like, <laughs> like who's who like who's stepping up to be the like the leader of your country? And, and he's trying to like inspire change. And then it's like, it's just it's really weird so yeah super, uh, god knows hey hopefully uh hopefully we'll be out of lockdown soon uh what you both got coming up in the next few months uh we're in process of getting very vocal on clubhouse and then we will be planning a los angeles event that's what is that's clubhouse? oh i think you were talking about this chuck what is it yeah so so it's a it's like a new social media platform yeah. where it's um Essentially, it's like a podcast where people go in there and they listen. So it's almost like going to an event where you have speakers on stage. So it's kind of set up like that where you have the moderators, the speakers, which are up top. So they're kind of running the room. And then there's a button that's like, like a hand raise. You hit it and then they can come and pick you and then you can speak onto that subject. They can pull you on stage and you can speak. So it's a great place to network, to meet other people and to go in rooms with people with like minded and you speak on the same subjects, you share information, and ultimately you're just building a community. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I actually think this this app is really groundbreaking because it actually allows you to have direct contact with a CEO of a corporation or company. Like you have direct access to that person right at that point in time versus being on an app, you have to wait for them to write you back or send a DM or email. Mm-hmm. It's this instantaneous contact and then from there they can actually go to your profile and then DM the message, but it's really revolutionary. Yeah, there's a lot of um, ideas and tips and stuff that like um, real high-end business people are, are, are in there. There's celebrities that are in there. There's influencers that are in there. So they're sharing their tips where normally you'd have to pay money to go to like one of their events to listen to their tips. You get to go in there live directly, hear them, and even possibly raise your hand and speak to them directly. So, so are you all creating your own rooms in the app or is it like one big thing where people are just talking to each other? Uh, you can actually create your own private rooms or global rooms. Yes. So you could do both actually. It's really mm-hmm. nice. So yeah, we're in process of doing, creating a Sab Yoga room and then we can open that to people to come in and have a, a dialogue, a discussion. Yeah. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah. Uh, when are you going to have that set up? Actually, this Thursday. Yeah, so this Thursday, yeah. about 10, 10 a.m. our time here, Pacific Standard Time, we're going to open up a room and we're going to figure out a topic. But it's going to be a great time for us to really um, shine light on different members of Team Cyber Yoga, you know, what our mission is, and just sharing. It's basically Team Cyber Yoga Talks. Yeah. Talk about anything. You know, we'll have different discussions, different things. Everything. Everything. You know, it's just life sharing are cyber you, life are you going to be recording <laughs> the videos for for like publishing online later or is it going to be a private thing well all it is is audio yeah, so there is yeah. no video yeah it's all audio there's no nothing it's just all audio which is just really 
strange, but yeah, it's really like profound. It's audio. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a podcast thing, so yeah. it's just for you to listen. Yeah. Uh, super cool. But are you going to record the sessions for later or are you just going to uh, have it? As a I don't know. Thing? That's a good question. I don't see people in there because there's not really the option unless you have something on your phone that's doing like a screen record or audio yeah. record. Um, it's more of, of just building the community mm-hmm. and building a room that every time you go on. So every time you go into the room, people that are following you are notified saying, hey, you're speaking. Mm-hmm. And then people can come in and and it has direct access to, like, say, your um, your social media um, accounts. Mm-hmm. So anyone that goes in there will also be directly linked to your social media. So it builds that up as well, too. Oh, nice. Uh, you mentioned this earlier, Lamont, but um, you've written a book called Neo Citra. Is that how you pronounce yeah, it? Yeah, Neo Citra's Love for Intimacy. Yeah, so basically... Yeah, tell me more about that. Uh, Neo, Neo Sutras is like the sister practice of Sab Yoga. And this this... This uh, practice is primarily for couples, mm. and it's about just reinstall sensuality, connection, love, and compassion with your partner. And we created the practice as like a fun thing. Like well, me and my partner got together, created it, and we wanted to use it more for like you know performance and theater and stage to get bookings. But we actually understood through COVID that it meant more than just performance it was more of like this is an actual technology to cultivate and enhance connection in your partnership and so this is like a new age practice for couples that we've created and so we've created a book and it's online digitally right now online through newsuckers.net but yes that's the book that we created uh before we was running a kickstarter campaign we didn't meet our uh we didn't reach our goal unfortunately but oh. we're going to keep going and just not stop but yeah that's that's the book that we created neo sutras which means new language uh that's super interesting uh you you both said you've been through some dark times uh in the past what advice do you have for anyone who's going through something similar i would say um we're not always going to be perfect and we're not always going to it's about there is a duality and just navigating through that, that there is a light and a dark, but it's about which most are you going to invest in? Even though it's, it's hard, like it's not easy, but uh, I made a choice to always follow the light and whatever that entails, um, love, attraction, and synchronicity, I'm going to find a way to get out of my darkness. And so when you're able and want to receive help, then things will naturally just flourish. Mm-hmm. For me, it's finding purpose. Mm. Um, find something that gives you purpose because that purpose is going to replace any of that negativity or any of that stuff. They'll give you something <clears throat> to have some positive energy going towards. So for me, it's important to have purpose because without purpose, then I'm going to want to sit around. I'm going to want to drink. So I have to always keep myself busy. If I'm busy, I don't have time to think about that stuff. So, um, and it's also great to find a community if you have one, because we're, we're, we're part of a spiritual community, you know, that people are doing yoga, this, meditation, they're healers. So it's a huge support group of just positive people and other like-minded people that are healing themselves. So being around other people that are, you know, that are working on themselves makes it a lot easier for you. And then you can chat with them and see what works for them. 
and you know just really taking time into going into nature and grounding yourself again that's great disconnecting from the internet is a great way to to do some work on yourself and see what you really want but ultimately it's learning to love yourself first absolutely once you love yourself the rest comes you can love others yeah you know, some people, they feel like nobody loves them. Well, I felt that way too, but I wasn't loving me. So why would anyone else want to love me if I don't love me? Yeah. But once I started loving me, I look around and everyone's like, oh my God, hey. Mm-hmm. And it, it was just natural. So you have to find a way of loving yourself. And once you do that, everything else just kind of flows. You can love others once you love yourself. Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening and thank you to Lamont and Chuck for joining me. Catch them both on Instagram at CyberYoga, at CyberChuck2.0 and at Team CyberYoga. Give the show a review, subscribe and tell your friends to check it out. And that's about enough from me. Okay, nice one. Bye. Bye.